In today's show, it's a bonus episode of Locked on Blazers. We're getting you ready for the Hoophead holiday season. If you want to see some great basketball in the Portland area, we're talking about the Les Schwab Invitational that's produced NBA-level talent and NBA spectators in the stands. Something to do next week as you celebrate the holiday season here in Portland. Welcome to Locked on Blazers. Let's get into it. You are Locked on Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You are listening to a bonus episode of Locked On Blazers. We're talking all things Les Schwab Invitational this week with my man, friend of the program and tournament promoter, Reggie Walker. Reggie, thanks for joining the show. Tell us about the Les Schwab. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, the intro was dope. One take, too. You're you're a, a professional. Uh, you're a, a pro's pro. <laughs> I've done so, a lot uh, of these, Reg. Um, nice to be here. Thanks for shining the spotlight. You have. No, doing it daily, I know. I know how it goes. Um, but, yeah, no, thanks for the platform. Thanks for having us on. Uh, I know you always like giving back to kind of where you got your start from. Um, so we just appreciate it. We're really excited for tournament this year starts tips off monday the 26th we go all the way till next friday the 30th um we've got um maybe our best field ever one of the best um just at least in terms of star power um sierra canyon who is probably the most popular high school team in the country um with Bronny james lebron's son his other son bryce james um duncanville who enters the les schwab just by the by how well they've been playing and knocking off a lot of the top teams from around the country in other tournaments. They're actually ranked number one in the country right now entering the tournament. Uh, so they're probably the favorite. I think the crowd will rally around Sierra Canyon just because of the popularity around them. And then Bishop Gorman, who's I think ranked in the top 25 in the country, they might play um, upset maker among, amongst the, uh, the other two top teams. And then obviously our, our Oregon schools are always make noise. Uh, that's kind of what the tournament is, what the tournament is about. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they battle one of those national powers or even uh, upset someone. So uh, really looking forward to being there at Liberty High School next week, uh, again, December 26th through 30th, Monday through Friday. Yeah, it's it's super fun. I started covering the Les Schwab Invitational in 2011 as um, a a much a much younger person than I am now, uh, some some 11 years ago. And, and back then it was the best tournament in Oregon, right? Like it was, it was regionally the absolute best tournament, maybe the best tournament on the West coast over the, this stretch, which is typically from post Christmas to the new year, all over the country. There's these, there's tournaments for high school basketball. This is a big time for high school basketball teams to get after it back in 10, 11 years ago, this was the best tournament on the West coast, right? It's maybe the best high school basketball tournament in the country. Now Um, it is just, there have been an, a, goofy number of of NBA alums that have come through here. Um, The ones that I really remember, the ones that were like super special include Jeremy Grant from, uh, from his DeMatha Catholic team. I believe that was in 2013. Jeremy Grant was the third best player on his team in high school. Um, It is a chance to see some young guys early before, before they pop. Uh, Reggie, who are some notable alums who have come through the LSI and Maybe uh, then we can talk about who who people are definitely going to have their eyes on that are not LeBron's kids uh, at, uh, this week. Right. Um, I think g- going back all the way kind of to the early years of the tournament, I think 
one of the one of the first big big names was was Tyson Chandler, uh, and he came with Dominguez that year. The tournament was at the Memorial Coliseum. Um, he was just super dominant, um, like a fluid mover at his size. I mean, he he kind of was the same player in high school that he was in the NBA. Um, maybe even a little bit more like raw athleticism as like a teenager than, you know, especially his time with like the Mavericks when they, when he won the championship that year. Um, so I think he kind of kicked off the, like the, he's the number two player in the country. There was an article about him in sports illustrated, like right before the Les Schwab tip that year about kind of the attention to preps to pros and how the sneaker companies were trying to get in, ingrained with the young kids um, and just, talked about all the gear he got, where he came from. So he was like a minor celebrity at the time. Um, so I think that kind of helped. And, it, and you know, having the, the tournament at the where the Blazers player at, at the Memorial Coliseum was just kind of a big deal. Next year, right. you had Carmelo Anthony and Oak Hill, who had, who had come previous. And Oak Hill kind of had this aura of brand behind them. They were really the first prep school to do it, like a bunch of them are now. Um, they were kind of one of the one of the first ones to get you know, players mostly from the East Coast, but some from the South too, to to basically just become professionals at a young age. I mean, they were still considered, you know, amateur athletes, but they basically just decided to move away from their families, kind of in the middle of nowhere, uh, no internet, no cell, I mean, it's before cell phones, I guess, but, you know, the internet existed, but they didn't, they didn't have any of that stuff. They basically lived in, in cabins in the woods and traveled the country playing basketball. Um, so I think Carmelo in 01 was, was huge. Um, and then Kevin Durant, the first year the tournament moved to Liberty, which was 2004. Um, that was actually my first year of college, uh, that the, the tournament moved to Liberty that year. Um, and I think it kind of found its home. We haven't moved since, uh, and that was the opening year of Liberty. So it was brand new high school. Um, Hillsborough school district built it bigger than the others so they could host their graduations and stuff there. I think Intel put some money into it because it's out by the uh the intel campus so it was like a state-of-the-art brand new super cool high school and it still is nice now it's it's you know 20 years old but it's it's nice um so having katie there and you talk about third best player on the team i mean he was the third best player on his team um he was a junior (laughs) they had a guy named jamont gordon who was an animal i mean he won the mvp they had ty lawson who was um played similar to like his style in the nba uh, as a as a high school point guard and they had a guy named Eric Devendorf who starred at Syracuse. I think he might have had a cup of coffee in the league, but I mean, he was like an alpha, um, you know, thought he was the best player on the court, even they, when they had KD. Uh, and Freshman Jeff on Beatum the 2003 his... championship team, I believe, with Carmelo Anthony. So, yes. Uh, yep. Eric, Eric Devendorf. Um, and I think he's, I think mean, he works for Syracuse now. Legend, legend in the Q's. Um, I think he does. Yeah. The Q's world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We tag him in, in our Instagram stuff. He's always interactive. I think he is at Syracuse now. Um, but yeah, I, that so that team and, and Jeff Jeff was really strong that year. Jefferson High School from Portland was really strong that year. They they actually almost beat Oak Hill um, in the semifinals. Like they're leading going into the fourth quarter. So you have the you know the NBA athletes on one side, the local um, you know school that the crowd is rallying behind on the other side. So that I think helped it gain a little bit more momentum. And then over you know since you started covering right, you had uh, Michael Porter and Ben Simmons. Um, Marvin Bagley, uh, Markel Fultz. I mean, those are two number one draft picks, a number two draft pick. Um, just we, we've, I think we've done a good job targeting individual standout players. 
mixed in with strong high school brands. And then obviously having our high school teams, having Westland be a strong program, having Jefferson right. be a strong program like us, we go, uh, even Grant has done well on the Les Schwab kind of since, since you started covering it 10 years ago. Um, you couple that in with the, the NBA players and the, and the big high school brand national brands. It's, it, we have elevated as a tournament for sure. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. Like, I mean, the DeJounte Murray was in the tournament one year and he's like, he's very clearly an NBA player. Like immediately it's like, right. okay, who is this guy? And he was 16 at the time. Uh, mm -hmm. A really special moment for me was Jaleel Oakford's Whitney Young high school from uh, Chicago, which had three D one kids on the team, including uh, Paul White, who ended up playing at Oregon. Uh, yep. And Oakford was just the best player in the country, right? He was just a, such a special high school athlete. And Peyton Pritchard as a sophomore beat that team. And it was a, it was a mm -hmm. moment where you knew Peyton Pritchard was going to be on a national level recruit. Um, it was, and, and this is what makes the Lesh Club Invitational so fun. And what Reggie and his, his crew has done such a good job is like, you get the best teams in Oregon, right? And you want to see them. If you're an Oregon high school hoops fan or just a like local hoops fan, you want to see the best kids play. Like you're going to want to go see this Westland team play. You're going to want to go see Beaverton play, right? Like this is going to be, you're going to want to get out there and see them. And then you get to see them play against national level teams. Uh, I want to talk about that in the second segment about the what we're going to see this week and who to keep an eye on because it's like, this is where I first saw Aaron Gordon. And I was like, and Aaron Gordon was dunking right. on everybody. And you knew he was going right. to be an NBA guy at Ar Archbishop Mitty um, even then. And his team wasn't even very good. But it was like, you, right. you get a chance to see guys first. So you could go next week, starting December 26th at Liberty High School. Great, great venue to watch these games, by the way. But uh, it is. go next week and see these dudes before they make it to the league. Let's let's talk about what we're going to see next week. A couple, couple names to know. But first... I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Bet Online, and I got the wrong thing up there. But with Bet Online, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, whatever sports action that might be. So if you're looking for NBA games, looking for NHL, if you're looking for uh, if you're looking for soccer futures, once we get back rolling in European soccer, you're looking for MLB futures as we enter the MLB offseason. You're excited about what the New York Mets are doing. You're going to find all of that there. Plus news even some podcasts to help you become a smarter, more informed, better. So why don't you go check that out? That's uh, that is bet online where the game starts. All right. We're still chatting here with Reggie Walker, head of the Les Schwab invitational tournament that begins December 26th and runs through December 30th with games every single day. You can buy tickets by day to go through a session uh, every day next week. Whole bunch of fun. Reggie, who are names that we need to know as we head into next week? Who are who are folks going to be packing the gym to watch? Because I assume the gym is going to be packed. It will be. If, if anybody's listening to this, I don't know when you're dropping today or tomorrow. Like I would encourage uh, it's gonna you come to out. take it. It's, yeah, it's going to come out uh, Christmas Eve. So get on okay, it, y'all. Cool. Yep. So we have tickets are on sale at uh, com. You buy them, like you said, by the session. Uh, each each night has its own each night's like its own event it's like a treat like a blazer game each night being its own deal sessions two four seven and ten tuesday night wednesday night thursday night friday night those are when the the national teams will, will be playing and on tuesday wednesday and even thursday they'll probably be playing against oregon's top schools right um i think it, i'd be remiss to not open talking about who fans are going to want to see if I didn't say <laughs> Bronny James first um I, I, I individually I don't know if he's necessarily the I mean, he's not the top ranked player in the tournament but he's certainly the most famous I mean he's got 
7 million Instagram followers. He's got NIL deals from Nike, Beats by Dre, Sprite. Um, I mean, he's he's a celebrity. Um, so I, I'd say Bronny James is probably the most, you know, will be the most talked about and definitely have the most buzz. Um, Duncanville from Texas, uh, they've had the top ranked player um, participating in the tournament. His name's Ron Holland. Uh, he is committed to the University of Texas, plays super hard, uh, definitely on NBA radars. Uh, a lot of projections have him as a one at Texas, eventual lottery pick. Uh, I think they have him somewhere in the teens, depending on what set you look at. Um, but definitely on, on NBA radars, has been for a while. Played for USA Basketball, uh, won two gold medals. Uh, he's a winner. He's like a no-nonsense, um, just tough Texas kid. Um, they play like an aggressive, up-in-your-face, uh, get-after-it defensive first attitude style of basketball. Um, so I think they, they're here to like try to punk teams out. Like they're going to go – they're going to do all they can to prove why they're ranked number one in the country. Um, they have another kid named K.J. Lewis who's committed to Arizona – also on some NBA radars. Um, he's his whole, he, he prides himself on the defensive end uh, as well. He'll have some highlights. Um, they're just, yeah, they're a no nonsense team here to prove why they're number one. Uh, and then Bishop Gorman had, they have three potential NBA players on the roster. Um, they have a, a sophomore named Christian Nwuli. So he's a 2025 uh, ranked in the top 25 has, you know, power five offers already was an invite to USA basketball's junior mini camp and kind of had a, uh, a coming out party there. Wiry track freak athlete um, moves really well. Um, I think he's one of the more underrated athletes in, in terms of just like explosion, like second jump type stuff. He's, he's crazy. Uh, probably faster than almost anybody baseline to baseline. He'll have a play where, you know, he'll block one off the backboard, run down, catch a lob. Um, and then they have uh, Jace Richardson and John Paul Mobley, who are their makes up their starting backcourt. Um, Jace Richardson is actually the son of Jason Richardson, uh, oh. like former NBA, I guess we'll call him quasi star, uh, played in the league for over a decade, NBA dunk contest champion. Um, and, and Bishop Gorman, their coach, Coach Rice, who has been there forever, they've you know won 10 out of the last 11 state championships in the state of Nevada. He really lets his guys go. Um, he, he wants to play an up-tempo freedom, uh, you know, kind of use his players' athleticism to, to wear you down. Um, so he lets his guys kind of have free reign. They're awesome to watch. We've had them. This will be the, the fourth time they've come to the Les Schwab. So they're a pleasure to host. They do a great job. I think our fans kind of know who they are. Uh, when Zach Collins was here playing for the Blazers, I mean, he came and supported them. Um, yep. So – those are those are the standout teams uh, in terms of the the national the national side, um, and then locally, uh, West Lynn, who has um, the best player in the state, he's committed to University of Oregon. Um, his name is Jackson Shellstad. Wears number three, plays point guard. Um, you know the comparisons to Peyton Pritchard are obviously, you know, going to happen. Just given a the same high school, b the same jersey number. Um, and, you know, see that he's committed to Oregon. Um, he's, he's finally getting a chance to kind of prove to the state how, how good he is. I think he made, his, he made his name nationally this year with how well he played in the EYBL and at Peach Jam. Um, 
but just because of the nature of of the way the calendars worked with COVID and and kind of our state being shut down and just the bumpy path that he's had as a prep athlete, people I think may recognize his name or know about him or oh yeah, that's the kid going to Oregon from Westland. He's really good, uh, and, and he really hasn't had a chance to to do it locally more than a handful of times. Like his freshman year, he was like 14 years old when he played at the Les Schwab. Uh, and they played Norcross, who had JT Thor, who's in the NBA, on their team. Right. And, and Jackson played really well in that game. His sophomore year, they cancel the the Les Schwab is canceled. There's no Oregon State tournament, right? Um, his junior year, they catch COVID right before the Les Schwab, so they don't even participate in the Les Schwab uh, his junior year. Uh, he did play well at the state tournament last year, um, but his team wasn't wasn't the best I ended up losing, I think in the semifinals. Um, and then um, this year will be his kind of opportunity to showcase. And he is, you know, he's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster. I think he's more confident in himself. I think he's primed for a big tournament this year at, at the Les Schwab. He's been coming since he was a kid. I mean, we have pictures of him when he was, you know, doing the contest at halftime. He might've even been there when you were, uh, when you were sitting courtside doing the live blogs, like doing our halftime contests. Um, he's, he's like, I bet, like he, a I bet fan, he was. If he's, if he's 17, um, so 17 now. Yeah. He, yep. No, for sure. Um, so it's, it's, it'll be a cool deal for him. His team is really strong. I mean, they're, they're ranked. I think Lincoln might be the number one team. Uh, if you look on the OSA website, just cause I think they've, they've yeah. played more games and played a, tough, a little bit of a tougher schedule. Um, but like Westland is the prohibitive favorite if you, you pulled most of the coaches in the state or most of the people that have a pulse on, on what's going on. Um, Lincoln is really strong, and they'll get a chance. If they win, they play. They open with Tigers on Monday night. There you go. Yep, you got the bracket up. Uh, and this is one of the cool, cool things about the tournament is, is the bracket, right? Um, it's a bracketed format. It's really easy to follow. You can go on our website. You can click. After each game is played, you can click on the game number. You get full comprehensive box score stats, um, you know, just like you would an NBA game or a college game. Uh, it's updated on real time online, uh, so you can follow everything. We we update it at the venue as well, like coded in the in the lobby. We have a big bracket on display that uh, people take pictures in front of and stuff. So this lends to a cool way to follow the tournament. Um, but as you can see, the Lincoln Tiger um, third game down. If, they, if Lincoln wins that game, Lincoln's huge. They, they have um, two twin brothers. They're seniors. Their mother is actually the coach of the team, the only female coach for boys basketball in the state of Oregon. Um, they're, the brothers are like 6'8 and 6'7 twins. They have another 6'9 junior uh, and then another 6'10, 6'11 senior on the team. So they're, they're, a, they're easily the biggest team in the state. And if, they, if they're able to, to get by Tiger, they'd match up with – likely match up with Bishop Gorman – uh, in the quarterfinals, who would be like a, a contrast of styles, um, which would be cool to see. So um, it, it's going to be a good – I think we're set up to have a, a very, very good year, lots of strong power. The Oregon teams are, are tough. Weather should, shouldn't be an issue. We got, got, got that out of the way this week. So um, just <laughs> really looking forward to We're dealing with that right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, look outside the window right now. Uh, exactly. Messed up our setup days, and, you know, we're audibling and, and – you know, making adjustments, but everything's on track. Um, and yeah, we're just excited for next week. Yeah. I, I just, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up here in a moment, but like, 
the reason I wanted to get Reggie on here is one, I just like, I like the Les Schwab Invitational. It's fun. Um, also, it's kind of a quiet week for the Blazers next week. They play Monday and then they play Friday. Right. Like, um, so I would assume that you will see the some Blazers in the gym. Like this is a this is a kind of like Gucci Row celebrity type tournament. Oh, yeah. Um, people go, Jimmy Butler has gone in the past. Carmelo Anthony has gone in the past. Dame has attended like they will. Um, yeah, it'll be in a week where there will be light on local basketball here for the professional team. You can go see really high level basketball in Hillsborough, you know, whatever the 20 minutes West of town, you could go see it. Um, it's, it's a whole bunch of fun. It is probably what got me first really excited about Oregon high school basketball. And then just in sort of like the scene in general and the, and the, it's only grown from there. You can, you know, I think seeing Sierra Canyon up close, uh, they're like a, a traveling circus. Like there, it, there is, they are, there is no more popular high school basketball team in the country. You just like being in the gym for something like that will be memorable. Plus you'll get to see my man, Bryce Maximus and Bronny James get after it. Uh, and, and another Pippin kid. So yeah. it's um, there's a, there's, yeah. it's a bunch of intrigue. Go check it out. Uh, I will link the website and the tickets and all that in the episode description, both on YouTube and in the uh, podcast feed. So, so check it out. Reggie, is there anything else we need to know before we get you out of here? No, that was great. Um, I appreciate you saying that about the Blazers schedule too. Yeah, I mean, we've already heard from a few of them that want to come. I think Tuesday night, that's the first night that Sierra Canyon and Duncan Bill play. Yep. I'm sure we'll hear more. We'll hear from their Nike reps or their Adidas reps or you know, they'll contact us, they'll DM us to, to be there. So, you know, we're, we are anticipating that those are good problems to have when they do, when they do happen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, I think it's going to be an awesome year. Um, I think one of the things that if you've never attended before, just to, to kind of know getting into it is your set it, your session ticket gets you into all of the games for that session. So you're buying a ticket, but you really get to see if you go to the quarterfinals, for example, on Wednesday night, you buy a session four ticket, you get you get to watch all four games. Right. You, and you you can go on, select your seat, just like you would at a Blazer game or any Ticketmaster event or whatever. Um, you pick your seat, section, you know, section four, row, oh, seat seven, just like a, like anything else. And you get four games. Um, semifinals is the, the sessions are two championship game. The session is two, two games, but I mean, it's a lot of bang for your buck. Uh, the venue is super intimate. I mean, you're there's no real there's no real bad seat in the house. Um, no, not at all. Lighting is awesome. It's you know we we will we will sell out, but we it, it feels good in there even at full capacity. Um, so you know, especially for those with kids or you know with anybody that kind of wants to know who the up and coming stars are, this is a cool place to be. Um, and you know, we've got halftime entertainment and all that good stuff too. So. I mean, we try to make it a show and, you know, we do it for not only the players and the coaches and the participating teams, but obviously for the fans too. So uh, really looking forward to being out there next week. Yeah. Fun place to take your kids, fun place to see high level basketball. And like Reggie said, you can see, you can see four games for not that much money and you can see some really, Mm -hmm. really high level basketball games, both locally and nationally for some of the best high school players in the country. Reggie, thank you so much. Dear listeners, thank you for listening. This this is a bonus episode of Lockdown Blazers, surprisingly in your feed on uh, on New, uh, Christmas Eve. Stay safe this weekend. It's really snowy and icy out there. It's going to be 50 degrees on Monday when the LSI starts. It'll just be back to normal wet Oregon Oregon winter weather. So um, stay safe this weekend. Yep. Hunker down and then go check out the Leshwab Invitational. I appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.